hate the Titans. There's a level of uh, intensity and physicality with, with Tennessee and Mike's teams over the years, and, and he's done a nice job. And, and again, it, it's regardless of where they might be right now, or these guys are going to play hard for Mike, and, and, and Mike's going to you know do everything he can to, to win this game. I think that the whole commitment deal in this, this game is important, and I think that guys understand on this team, and if you can play, you play. Expect to be in big games, right? Expect to be in these types of football games and these types of moments where there's a little maybe a little added pressure and you kind of feel that pressure and we haven't handled that extremely well this year you know listen one thing about it, this team as you guys know um, they come out and play hard when their backs against the wall 1010 XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars today with your hosts Mike Dempsey Tony Smith Tom McManus and oh my Dylan Denmark. All right, good morning, everybody. It all comes down to this for the Jaguars likely needing to win to get into the postseason, certainly if they want to repeat as AFC South Division champs, and it's a keys to victory Friday on Titans Hate Week. Good morning, Tom McManus. Good morning. How are you guys? Happy New Year. Happy good. New Year, fellas. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, I would my messaging would be a little bit different. I'd be more like, look, you dug, we, we dug our hole. We dug ourselves into this hole. Big game. Yeah, it's a big game because we made it a big game. You know, if we won two out of the four we lost, maybe it's not that big of a game. You know, maybe we've already clinched. Maybe it's already over. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I would have, look, the only one that's going to get us out of this hole is us. Let's go up there and kick their ass. That's okay. all I'm saying. It Still makes a it a big rest. game, though. I mean, you, it made, you made it a big game. Right, but the, that's, they are what they're at, right? I mean, fine. It is fine. what it is. I, I'm. <laughs> Damn it. But I'm pissed off that they put themselves in this situation. Yeah. They did. Can't do anything about that now, though. I know you can't. You know, you got to correct. Course correct. Um, Tommy was asking Tony what our official predictions were before this the season. Year. Before yeah. the year started. Yeah. Pockets was the closest. Cause he had him at 11-6, and six, but he had him losing this week. Ooh. Against Tennessee. I also had him losing this week because I had him at 12-5. and five. I had him yeah, at 12-4. Right. Figured they'd clinch AFC South. Thank you. Probably not much on the line right. this week. Tony had them riding an 11-game winning streak at yeah. this point in time, yeah. and uh, this yeah. would be their 12th in a row. Sure, it could have been. Could've. They played that many. <laughs> Absolutely. They could have won all those games. Yeah. Didn't. Well, but, um, they didn't. No, Tony, Tony had them winning the first uh, four, losing to Buffalo, then winning 11 in a row, setting yep. up you know, just a, a coronation game mm-hmm. this yep. weekend. Yep. My, uh, like, basically end-of-season prediction is still on the table, potentially. Because I had them avenging the lone loss they had to Buffalo in the AFC Championship oh. game uh, was my official prediction. You I'd love what? to see you, that, that would, happen. Uh, no doubt. Then yeah. it all comes together and you're wiped clean. <laughs> I had them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're even. Hey, guess, guess even. what? I, I might have them in the Super Bowl again next year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm um, not. E.T. had them at 13-4. and four. Okay. Uh, for the season, including yep. a win this week. Uh, Tom, you had 12 and 5. Yep. ET, we ET. did. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, we must we have done this because we got ET and ago? Dylan yeah. both on the page. So wow. it, might, it must have been in a transition. The transition <laughs> week. For Jaguars today, yeah. back in the day. Uh, yeah, you had them, uh, Tommy, you had them losing to Kansas City. Accurate. Yep. Losing to New Orleans. Inaccurate. Wow. Losing to Tennessee. Inaccurate. Mm. Losing to Houston in the second game. Inaccurate. Losing to Cincinnati. Uh, correct. 
So there you, you go. Make me feel so bad. Hey, with those you I can do the, I can do the whole. I can do like the whole thing for me too. Like, wrong. I had him losing wrong. to Kansas City. Got it right. Losing to Buffalo. Inaccurate. Losing to New Orleans. Inaccurate. Losing to Cleveland. Accurate. Um, and uh, also losing this week to Tennessee. But, uh, either way, had, uh, some of the and inaccurate. certainly some of the wins yeah. were inaccurate yeah. as well. You know, plenty of them. I had him beating Cincinnati yeah. and Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Well. I will say for the most part, at least that four-game losing streak, uh, you had plenty of talent to win the games, but too many miscues, and you, you just can't do that to win in this league, especially if you're not a team that's going to go out and totally dominate, which is hard to do. So you got to be on your A game. No miscues, Mike. They kill you. Tony, you know what the, I know about Tommy? Mm. I can tell when he thinks he's had a good week. Picking games, right? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I haven't thought of that. How, how, many, how many texts have you gotten this season about Hey, how'd you guys do in the picks this week? Yeah, just uh, one. But yeah. no, because, no, 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 no. The reason why I did that is because last time I thought I had it, and you guys both. No, no, you got, you crushed us. You had a great week. You crushed right. us. But uh, yeah, I was like, I'm guessing Tom did well. Right? This was prior to me checking. I don't think he's bringing it up. Unless he did really well, you went twelve yeah. and three last week. Nice. Oh, I, I had it eleven and four. No kidding. All no, right. I had you at twelve and three. I'll so there you go. Maybe I miscounted. Wow. All right, <laughs> we'll scratch one off for you there, Tommy. Now you, you did quite well for yourself. All right. Last week, twelve and three uh, with one hundred and three points. Okay. Yeah, you hit your first uh, seven games by my reckoning. Nice. Right. Here, I don't think I missed anything. Nice guesses. on here. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. You know what? I gave you credit for. Mm. I gave you credit for Vegas. Um, yeah, no. Instead of Andy, you were correct. Right. You were eleven and four. Yep. So you're yep. right. I got I got a dock. But points you. or no? Got to dock you nine points. I'm, ooh, that's yeah. a stinger. That's a spiraling ooh. down to ninety four. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're you're making a run on second place. You know, I was finally finding my groove. I think. I think. <laughs> how Tommy got his groove back. Uh, exactly. Well, we'll find out if Trevor gets his groove back. I'll say this. I mean, the fact that he's throwing at all is a positive sign. But we've seen. Has anybody seen more than a clip of him no. doing a lot of footwork for 15 seconds and then throwing a little right. soft toss to somebody off screen? Yeah. I don't know, you know, yeah. how good he looked throwing the football yesterday, you know? No. Um, better that he's thrown some this yeah. week yeah. than no not way at to all know. last week. Exactly, right? It's, it's one of those where, look, it's a throwing shoulder. We said it when it happened, yep. right? It was the one that with everything that he's dealt with, with the knee and the ankle and mm-hmm. the concussion, like with everything that he's dealt with, this is the trickiest one mm-hmm. because it, it, it isn't just he feels good enough to run around again, yeah. right? It has to be good enough to throw right. as an NFL quarterback, and that's a different kind of expectation, and it's not – just deal with the pain. It's can he physically do what he would be required to do right. to play the position this week against the Tennessee Titans? And look, with not throwing at all a couple days ago, it seems like in practice, we saw that throw yesterday on a video of practice. Yeah. I'm sure he did more than that, you know, ultimately in yesterday's practice. But I don't know how much more yeah. he's doing than that. It's still tricky to figure out whether or not he's going to play. Well, AC sprains means there's little tears in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's it's painful to throw the football at a high velocity if you have those little tears. Now, can you can it get better? Yeah, I think it can. But he said, what did he say? Was it yesterday or the day before? He's like, I'm still having pain when I throw the ball. On certain throws. Yeah, on yeah. certain throws. Right. I'm sure the, the no, ones you has right. got to really get in there. Sure. Probably. So, you know, that should get better by Sunday, I would think. You know what I mean? It's hard um, to know. Like, you know, if you're a quarterback and you know I could squeeze it in this window 
when I'm 100%, right? And I've got that yeah. ability. Does your brain allow you to recognize when that's a throw that maybe I only got 85% today, I can't make that? You know what I mean? Like you, when you see a window that yeah. you typically are like, I, get, I can let this thing fly with total confidence, does your brain make that adjustment to, man, my arm is not quite there today? You know what I mean? Or do you just think, oh, that's one I always make, yeah. and then, oops, you find out. Well, no, I'm not a licensed neurologist. Yes. However, <laughs> I if the Surprising. pain is so great, it weakens the arm. So you wouldn't have that velocity. I understand that, but it, it's, it's um, a well, your brain, your arm, like, and your, your mind. Right, I understand. But <laughs> you before you let like, it go, it's going to say, ow. But as you're sitting there in the pocket and you're getting ready to let it go, yeah, you're not maybe, ow until maybe, you're, you're in the process yeah, of maybe throwing Maybe he's it. already felt it, like he knows he can't make that Because throw. I'm thinking Trevor Lawrence was like, you know, he doesn't have to have 100% arm strength to have a stronger arm than C.J. Beathard. He could still yeah. probably make throws. Most of the throws, that, if not all of them. That yeah. C.J. can't make. Yep. Uh, but how do you regulate that if you're a guy that there's not a throw you don't think you can make when you're fully healthy? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the pain is an interesting thing, right, and how you handle it. And the adrenaline will be running, so hopefully he's not, and maybe they should give him a shot or whatever. I, I think if he's out he there, he's out there. It. Like Doug Peterson yep. said last week, they're either all in on Trevor or we're going to be all in on yeah. CJ. It's going yeah. to be one of the – I'm they're sure they're know. preparing both those guys to play this week, yep. and my guess would be Trevor works out pregame. Yep. and lets them know this is how I'm feeling, this is what it feels like, it's and then they it. say yay, nay, yeah. like whether or not he's going to play. But I don't think it's going to – I don't think we're going to really know until they're working out on yeah. Sunday before if, the game. If Trevor's dressed and out there throwing the ball, he's he's playing. I would, I would yes, be shocked does. if he's like, I, can't, I just can't do it. Because they would already know going in. Right, if you get to that point. You, yeah, like the, unless something happened, you know, throwing the ball earlier, like Saturday or earlier. So, I don't know. You know what I mean? But – I think if he's out there whipping the, or throwing the ball around, he's he's going to play some. Well, we'll talk about the uh, quarterback's importance. Obviously, it's a key to victory no matter who plays quarterback. That's right. Protect the football. Don't give Tennessee any short fields. Don't set them up for anything easy. Because they're giving away all the keys, man. Well, look, I, I think there's plenty <laughs> of them, right? But, I mean, Tennessee's yeah, a team really. that has struggled in a lot of categories yeah, this yeah. year. They've totally. been a bad football team. Yeah. You know? so the Offensive line is terrible. You played a bad football team last week, and yeah. you treated Crushed them it. as such. Yep. So, let's go out and do it Crush again. Crush them again. Yeah. Look, I have a lot of reasons to be excited about this team if they get in the playoffs, right? Because I do think you're going to have a healthier Trevor Lawrence if we get to that point. Yep. Cam is back on the field in that offensive line and gives them an attitude, and it looks like Christian Kirk's going to be back, right? By the yep. time they're playing a playoff game, it feels like Christian Kirk's going to be back on the field. Now, they still got to win this week to make any of that mean anything yep. for the potential opportunity for this team to make a playoff run, but they would have all those pieces back on the field that were on the field when they were yeah. Went in seven games in a row. It's not the same team that lost four in a row if they have all those guys back and ready to go for a playoff game, but they got to win a playoff game on Sunday against the Titans to make any of that matter. I'll feel better if they win. If they win, absolutely, I feel very good about them at home against the Browns, absolutely. But if they sneak in the back, I'm not going to feel that good. I'm, I'm just not. If they I'm, lose and still If they get lose out. and still yeah. get I, look, I'm going to cheer for them, of course. I'm going to be like, all right, whatever, let's go and let's try to win this game because anything can happen in the playoffs. We know that. Mm-hmm. But you got to play your best football, too. The ball's got to bounce your way, too. You know what I mean? It's not like you could just have right. miscues. You don't just not, show up and, no, and do whatever, no, and no, no, anything no. can happen. I you, will you got to make it happen. I'm a huge believer in momentum, and if they go up there and take care of business, win the title again for the AFC South, that's two years in a row. That's incredible. Uh, just under for two years with Doug under the helm, 
And now anything can happen. I would feel really good about that. I'm not saying, you know, Super Bowl, but just that one game, let's see what they can do. And I, I'd, I'd, put, I'd give them a great chance to beat oh, the look, Browns. Oh, they're home. home. I th- if they absolutely. Win. If they I, win. I love this their week. chances against anybody they can play if they're at home. Uh, because if they are at home, it means they did win this week. They can't play at right. home if they lose this week. Right. So, I mean, they're okay. either AFC South champs or right. – or they're not, and they're coming in with a two-game winning streak. Yep. Uh, anyway, today, keys to victory Friday. If you've got some or you just want to talk Jaguar football, share your thoughts with us at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Hit us up in the YouTube chat or on social media today at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at Meathead 55, and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket. Good morning, Pockets. How are you? Good. How we doing? All right. Fine. Just, I just want to win Sunday. Just check man. it in. <laughs> so do we. Just win, baby. <laughs> just win by any means necessary yep. within reason. And, you know, don't get the key guys all beat up. That's, you know, winning and having three or four major injuries, not exactly a, yep. a recipe for success either. But, hey, you know, we'll roll the ball out there, That's so right. to speak, on Sunday and find out what happens. So we'll hear from Press Taylor and Mike Caldwell on the program today. If you want to be a part of it, you know the ways to do it. You're listening to Jaguars today on a Keys to Victory Friday here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, Jaguar fans, how you feeling about it? Are you extremely confident? Are we going into Titans country and smacking them right upside their jars of mayo and coming away with the second consecutive division title directly at the hands of the Tennessee Titans. I think we are, but, um, you know. I did an interview up in Nashville yesterday, and they have less than zero confidence in their team. Yeah. Like, uh, they are ready for the season to be yeah. done yeah. Uh, with the, at least the yeah. people heard, I was heard Blaine to. Bishop on yesterday with the XL Primetime, and he's basically like, they're freaking terrible. Yeah. You know, they're horrendous. But, look, it's the NFL, man. So what? You know, they still got enough players that can hurt yeah. you. If Doesn't you let mean them. the guys aren't going to come out there and play. Yeah, I, I think they're going to play hard yep. at the beginning of the game. You got to give them a reason to be done. You That's got right. right. You got to you got to get up ten nothing or or better and yep. uh, just stick a fork in them. Convince early. them that uh, you know it, no need to go into the off season yeah. all bruised up. These yep. guys are all competitors, Tommy. I mean, yeah. you know what that feeling yeah, is. Like try. you get on the field, you want to play, and you you have an opportunity to win. Right. That's what everything becomes about again yep. in the moment. Like going into the game obviously for the Jaguars they know what's on the line yeah right they win their division champs Tennessee's got nothing on the line except spoiling your season right make it clear early you're not spoiling our season today and maybe they roll over for you but you got to make them feel that heat they're gonna be chippy too yeah it's gonna be a chippy game which I like I always are chippiness you know I like a little extra here and there um, but, yeah, you're going to have to go out there with the right attitude, that's for sure. All right, six four one ten ten. We'll get to uh, some of the comments of Press Taylor, Jags offensive coordinator, speaking yesterday, as well as uh, Mike Caldwell as the hour goes along. But love to hear from you, Jaguar fans, today about how you're feeling about this, what are your keys to getting the job done, and uh, just how successful you think the Jags will be on Sunday. We'll start with Matt and Callahan this morning at six four one ten ten. What's up, Matt? Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing today? Doing hey, well. Man. Doing well. All right. All right, um, so looking at it, I mean, I know we lost a couple in a row with Trevor, and then we pulled one out with Beth or whatever you want to call it, but they talked about dumbing down the game plan a little bit with Bethard in there. Does it make sense that maybe we all know Trevor's pressing, if you could see it in the way he was playing? The same concept no matter who starts, 
take what the defense gives you. I'd rather win a game 10 to 7 than lose a game 34 to 31 because we're slinging it all over the place. I mean, we ran the football well last week. Defense played well last week. Now, granted, Carolina is absolutely atrocious. But, you know, dummying it down isn't always calling it dummying it down. It's taking what they give you and just beating the snot out of somebody, punching them in the face. So I'll take your comments off the air, and we'll talk about this next week when we get ready for Cleveland. Well, let's hope right. so. Like um, you know, look, uh, I think they want – obviously, you don't want to turn the ball over. You don't want to be as sloppy as the football uh, – with yep. the football. So, But does that mean – you want Trevor Lawrence only attempting one pass more than 10 yards downfield like C.J. Beathard did last week? I, I feel like you're not taking full advantage of yeah. the asset that you have if you do that. I'm not saying go crazy and you have to you know, try to throw bombs every yeah. other drop back, but uh, I, I think if Trevor is healthy enough to make the throws that he's capable of making, yeah. he, you're naturally going to have a more expanded offensive game plan than you would with C.J. Absolutely, and that was C.J. coming off the bench, man. You want to make it simple for him. You don't want it to be complex for your backup that hasn't played all year. You know, you want him to be simplified. You want him to take, you know, don't take too many chances. Be good with the football. He did He was efficient. That's what they asked him to do. There's Some of Trevor Lawrence's mistakes have nothing to do with the complexity of the offense. Agreed. When you're just in the pocket and you have bad ball security and yep. you're, you're letting him knock the ball out of your hands or you're dropping the ball when nobody hits you. Yep. Things like that. I mean, that that has nothing to do with Agreed. being an overly aggressive game yeah. plan. Right. I thought you know. last week it was pretty simple. They could run the ball. For yeah. the first time in six weeks, they could actually run the football on offense, and that makes everything easier for everybody sure. yep. when you can actually do that. Trevor Lawrence didn't have that for the last four weeks. They yeah. couldn't run the ball at all yeah. for the last five weeks before that. So if they run the ball against the Tennessee Titans, then they can be as conservative as they want to be yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. The Carolina Panthers couldn't stop the run enough to make the Jaguars have to make a play right. in the pass game to make to move the ball at all. Yeah. Carolina wasn't good enough to do that. We'll see if Tennessee is. Yeah, the point I agree with Matt, though, is that, yeah, look, if you don't – expect Tennessee to hang a big number on you. This, no. You don't have to get into a mindset of we got to score 35, 38 right. today. We've got to move the ball. we got to take advantage of our opportunities. We can't shoot ourselves in the foot. When you get it on the opponent's side of the 50, let's get some points on the board. Hey, McManus yeah. hit his field goals last week. If right. he had hit all the ones in some of those losses – Maybe right. they wouldn't have had all those losses. Right. You know, yeah. that's part of it, too. Part if it, Tennessee yeah. scores 30 this week, it'll be the first time they have this year. Yeah, no, they're not scoring. You know, and they're but shot. if you take out that yeah. one long ETN run, he yeah. ran it 15 times for 40 yards. Yeah. I, know. I don't know if they really did run the ball well last week. They had a great play on that play. They had a great play. Yep. And and that's often how that happens. And maybe it's because you were willing to stay with the run that that yeah. play had a chance to even happen. Right. But – Outside of that, I mean, Tank okay. Bigsby ran for 3.2 yards a no, carry. Etn ran for under three, uh, with the exception of the 62 well, and, yarder. And again, that play worked. Why? Because they executed flawlessly. They got they mm-hmm. got on their blocks. They, they the the and hole he, was right there, and he broke a and bunch he of just tackles. Took off, yeah, and then he then he hit it to the house. So, you know, things got to go. Look, I was just gonna say, and we all agree that it, it's not all Trevor. Like these miscues, yeah, the 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 ball security fumbling that is on Trevor, no doubt. But look at some of the missed throws. Think of the throws that he did hit that they didn't catch. Or think of the throws that he thought they were going to be in a, you know, the, mis, the miscommunication, being in the wrong spot, the ball being in the wrong spot, that kind of thing. So you got to factor that on. Yeah, and some of that, to, to be fair to the point Matt's making, like if you're having these miscommunications, the tighter the game plan is, the less complex it is, maybe you'll have yeah. fewer miscommunications. Yeah. You know, even yeah. if they aren't Trevor's fault. 
Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you're an NFL team, man. This is week 18. Right. You can't be going, all right, we got to, you know, this has got to be three yards in a cloud of dust in right. today's NFL. Maybe you could do that against Carolina. Yeah. Maybe you can do that against Tennessee. Right. And that's fine. And that's yeah. the most important thing. You can worry about opening up the game plan against Cleveland next week if yep. you need to or whatever you feel you need to get done. But yep. uh, I, I yep. think they, they, I'm sure, impressed upon Trevor. Look, protect the football at all costs. That's the number one thing. Right. You know? Absolutely. No, he has to, and that's his job full, fully to make sure that mm-hmm. that ball is secure when he has it in his hands, no matter what happens. Uh, back to the lines we go, all pro roofing phone lines. Quinn in Atlantic Beach up next. What's up, Quinn? AB. Morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey uh, I'm actually packing up to go to the to Nashville. I'll be at the game on Sunday with the wife. Right. So I'm it. looking forward to it. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, save some voice, uh, man. It's going to be a loud. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to bring some of the energy from last year's season finale. Right. Um, on. Yeah, but I mean, you're, the keys to victory you guys just talked about, I think, is establish the run. I'm hoping with Ezra Cleveland and Cam on the left side that we'll be able to kind of take over the line of scrimmage a little bit for the first time this year, and then um, don't turn the ball over. You guys talked about it on the last call, but those are two that I have, and I, I think it, that we'll come out with a win 24-10. Nice. 24-10, I'll Good take call. that. I'll, like I'll, that I'll, I'll, quite frankly, I'll take 10-9. to nine. I'll take anything. Yeah. You know? um, I don't think Tennessee scored more than 10 either. I, I'm, right, they scored. It was score. like 27 to nothing before they got on the board right. the first game right, right, this right. year. Right. Now, granted, let me ask you this. Um who do you who would you rather face? Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill? Uh Levis. Just because he's more inexperienced, yeah. right? A little yeah. bit more raw. Yeah. Um I most people I've talked to this week have felt that way. Prisco's the one who uh, Tannehill's terrible. And he may be at this stage compared to what he's been. I just worry more in a one game situation. Like yeah. the the thing about Tannehill is is those you know, the third and fives. He gets on the edge. He just he doesn't run fast, but he just fast runs enough. well enough, yep. you know, and he extends a few plays. And I think yep. Levis just wants to drop back, be a gunslinger. And at times that's effective, yep. and I get it. You know, from Tennessee's standpoint, they're trying to develop this guy. Yeah. But give me that guy who is still developing over a guy who's seen as much football as Tannehill has in a one-game situation right now. Yeah, yeah and Prisco has been – pushing Levis throughout the draft process last year. I remember that, too. Like, he really likes Levis as a player. So, I think if he's looking at those two guys, I'm not surprised that he feels like the more dangerous of those two is Levis because of the arm talent that he feels like Will Levis has. And he still presents some athleticism as a runner, right? He still presents some threat. I don't know if he presents that right now with all the – ankle injuries that he's had to deal with to even play at this point in the season, but he is still a rookie. In in terms of the point about running the football, right? Like we said, if we take away ETN's run this week, he was 15 for 40, right? Take away the 62-yarder. And you don't take it away, but that's part of the story. You're looking inside the box. I'd look at that as a defensive player and be like, all right, well, we we missed that one. Right, but what about the rest of it? Well, the first game against Tennessee, 14 for 52, 3.7 yards of carry. They didn't run it. Great. Yep. Hank Bigsby ran for 2.3 yards to carry, 9 for 21 in the yep. game. They ran it a lot. Yep. Ernest Johnson ran it seven times. So that's 30 carries for the running backs, and they didn't produce 100 yards. Yep. You know, so it, it, is that an effective running game? I mean, it. I think may, that's the Jaguars' version of an, an effective running game. It may be. Maybe. Do it 25 times in a game, that means we're in control. Right, try, yeah. to, get, try to get to around 100 yards. Calvin Ridley yeah. had the 100-yard receiving game. Uh, Christian Kirk wasn't a huge, he's three for 48. Yeah. You know, Zay Jones played, he was four for 20. 
in that game. Yeah. Well, um, Doug's always made it clear he's a pass-first offense. Oh, sure. I mean, they are. And well, most, look, Trevor Lawrence are, has had yeah. tremendous success yep. against Tennessee in his yeah. most recent games. Yeah. And yeah. that's part of it. Like, you go out, he threw for 262, a couple of touchdowns, no picks, yep. had a 120 quarterback rating. Yep. So, you know, passer rating. You know, if you got your quarterback playing like that, yeah, yep. your run game 30 for 95 or whatever, you can get by with that. Yep. Uh, obviously, they got more than got by. They were they wanted by 20, yep. you know. Uh, so, well. If I may, back yeah. to, just back to the defense real real quick. Regardless of the QB, cover Hopkins. What a year he's had. Everyone mm-hmm. thought he was done, or at least you know not as effective. He's had a great year, regardless of QB. But the the sack they give up sixty plus sacks. You got it. Yeah. You're that's, hunting, man. You're eating. We're right. Josh Allen should get another three sack game, exactly. man. You know what I mean? That's that's probably eat, the fellas. number one key to Absolutely. me this week is, is make Tennessee look like the team that hasn't been able to protect their quarterback that's all year. Right. Let that trend continue. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm totally with you, Tommy. Uh, Sean on the south side. Next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Sean. Hey, good morning, fellas. Um, I'm just I just want to make a couple comments, man. Just basically rehash everything that. Y'all pretty much been saying, man, um, just hoping we can just keep it simple, um, whether Trevor play or not. Just keep it simple. We're the better team, man. I, I just, you know, I don't even from looking back on the whole year, I'm not sure why we passed some of the struggles that we had. Maybe trying to do too much with Trevor. I don't know, but um, I just hope we could just keep it simple, man. Get in there, get a win, get out of there, and I feel that's what we're going to do anyways. I really believe it. I think Trevor going to be extra motivated if he does come back. And um, lastly, I'm not I'm not understanding with this Cleveland game that we do play Cleveland, but I really feel like we're better than Cleveland too. Like, I mean, I don't know the stuff that uh, I think his name is Mike Florio been saying on NBC, but we're going to have some trouble with Cleveland if they come in. But the last game we played Cleveland, we didn't play – I mean, we played bad, but we still – like, we only lost by, like, I think like one score or something like that. So um, I'm not I'm not fearful of that game either. If we on top of our game. I'm not fearful of this game or that Cleveland game. And I just want to say Duval. Duval. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate yeah. it. Look, by, by the way, Mike Floyd is not a football analyst. Yeah. He's a rumor monger, and that's right. fine. I love right. pro football. I look talk. at it too. You know what? Wasn't it just this week that he was, or last week he's apologizing yeah. to Lamar Jackson right. for saying that. The 49ers are going to kick the you-know-what out of the Baltimore Ravens, and it was the complete opposite. He didn't yep. know it any more than anybody else talking no. about football and making his predictions. And right. Guess what? Anybody would have problems with Cleveland right now. They're a good team They're playing, playing well. playing good football. Right. That's, I, I, wouldn't, I would throw the, la- the – it, if it happens, I, I, I believe it will happen. Uh, that we'll play the Browns in the first round. You got you don't go you don't throw that game out, but they're playing a lot better, but, and their defense is stout. And Flacco's playing better. Agreed, but I Cooper. also look at it, Tom, as, as like you I'm said, if you're, if you're a defensive defensive player, saying, "Hey, other than ETN's long run, we did a good job." Yep. The Jags are looking at that film and going, "You know what? Blew. We yep. blew three coverages. Yep, totally. Those are twenty one points. We I lost agreed. by four on the road. Totally agree. You know? so, totally agree." But anyway, I, anyway, we'll worry about Cleveland. Yeah, let's hopefully not get ahead of week. ourselves. Uh, just let's yet. get Marshall in Springfield before we hit the break here. Marshall, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, please. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to say I'm going to start off with Duval. Duval. Wow. Now, my keys to victory is one simple fact, and I believe you'll agree with it. We need to be nasty. We need to be rough 
We need to be Duval, what we always were. We need to pound it on the ground and just beat the living heck out of the other team, being the Titans, which I hate. But if we do that, we win all day. We just need to get back to Duval nasty. That's all I got. All right, appreciate I like it. it. Uh, Duval look, nasty, that's cool. I, I mean, gritty, not pretty. Call it whatever you want, right? Yeah. That's what you know. Yeah, you got to nasty hashtag. It's a big game. You can't show up there and finesse yeah. your way to the playoffs here, right? You yeah. you got to meet the physical challenge, and and especially with Jeffrey Simmons out. I mean, that's a huge well, part of the tone setting of that football team. Yeah, and, and look, you, I, I think their energy has been pretty good all year. They're, they may have came out flat uh, after. I, know, I think they've had a handful of games. Yeah, where, yeah man, I, I, yeah. Thought, I don't know. I mean, getting blocked. I mean, and, they, the and coach himself or, called out their intensity on multiple occasions. Yeah. You know, after the game, like the, the San Fran game was disappointing. Well, San Fran, the first they were Houston scared game of, they was, were afraid of San Fran. The first Houston game was disappointing as right. could be. They you were know, flat. I, I don't know they if they, they met the challenge of Cincinnati on Monday Night Football, quite yeah. frankly, for everything that was on the line, regardless. Yeah. None of it matters now, you know? Just don't, just don't have your own miscues, that's all. You know, too many miscues. You know what I mean? You can't shoot yourself in the foot. Just... Play good, sound football. The teams that play sound football are the ones that are going to be dangerous in the playoffs. All right, we got to take a timeout. If you're on the line, stay right there. We'll get to you, and uh, we'll continue to take your calls and your reactions on a Keys to Victory Friday. So let us know how you feel about the Jags' chances and what you think they're going to get done on Sunday at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark here with you on this Friday edition of Jaguars today here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, we continue along here. A keys to victory Friday. What are you going through? Headsets over here left and right? You breaking stuff? <laughs> Sharing headsets. Huh? It's a community oh, headset. Oh, okay. It's going back and forth. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, I didn't see how that all I was trying to do it under the radar, right but it there. didn't work very <laughs> well. No, look, if it happens, Tony... What happens if it's spoken without the mm-hmm. uh, prior uh, written consent that you may not use this on the air? I'm going to say it you know, pretty much. You know, if yeah. I see something happening. Of course. You mean like when I do see this. something, say something. Well, I, we <laughs> can hear that. You sanitize the microphone. Yeah. Tommy likes to wipe down the microphone quite a bit. I did I I too. Like we all I don't have like germs. personal microphone screens and yep. stuff like that. You know, Germophobe. I don't need to breathe into. Jeff Prosser's germs, and, and nobody oh. needs to breathe into mine, and yeah. on and on and on. So wipe down your mic if Absolutely. you want to, man. Remember the old uh, old school mics that would have, like, stuff on them? Like, oh, yeah. Just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just gross stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could think of um, what it was. But I'm going to tell disgusting. you who in particular. Oh, was... I know who. Oh, we all know who. <laughs> <laughs> God love them, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. All right, let's move on, uh, shall we? Come on. Six, four, one, ten, ten. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Jags. Let's go. Six four one ten ten on the All Pro Roofing phone lines uh, is where we'll find Steve out at the town center. What's up, Steve? Right. You're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, buddy. Duval. I lost it. I just went with it. You need go ahead. Breath. What's that? Let's start with that right now, brother. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning. We're fine. We're fine. I would love first key of the game for some offensive lineman. Anybody. Punch Arden Key right in the mouth, Ooh, say yeah. we're here, and then get up 
and then we play the football game after we punch him first. That's number one, right? Like so it. make it quick so we can keep everybody moving. Control the line of scrimmage. Do not turn the ball over and control the line of scrimmage and punch someone in the mouth, and that's all I got. Tommy Mack, love you. Pockets, love you. Mike D, love you. Fat Tony, love you. Steve, yeah, we man. love you as I well. I would yeah, much sh- love. I wouldn't sure. I don't know if I really deserve to be on the list, but hey, appreciate man, you it. Got it. You got, got a it. clean sweep today. That's, that's right. good. Hey, that's okay. We're not for you know. That. Not everybody's for everybody. You know, it's like uh, in Braveheart. You know, when Mel's on the uh, the horse and the the leaders are like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "To pick a fight." Yep. Yeah, go pick a fight. Let's go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like right. That a I lot. mean, I I think Steve. I know. A little euphemistic. We don't need to take a swing and punch him and get our guy thrown out. But if you're going to do that, let's have an extra lineman active and let him start the game. Listen, the best punch in a football game is the uppercut. So just pull that mask out just a tiny bit, and you can fit that (laughs) fist right underneath it. Excellent. Just Uh, just, just a little bit. (laughs) All you need is a little room to get that fist up in there. Forget about it. Boom. Did you see that, uh, speaking of offensive linemen, um, that San Fran is now – Trying to turn Ben Barch into their center. Oh, really? Yeah, because they him, claimed man. him. Yeah, I um, saw that they, he got they picked in. him up. Thanks, you know, a few weeks mean? back. Yeah, yeah. Whenever the Jags let him go, you. Yeah. Makes I didn't you think one. he was healthy enough to play. I don't know. They they picked him up right away. Yeah, and uh, good for him. He's man. been on the active roster. Him. So I bet you makes a pretty good center. Pretty athletic. Pretty big. You know. I don't know. A lot of people here think we need to upgrade center. Yeah. We do. Might have been an we in-house need to upgrade a lot right there. It seems on yeah. that side of the ball and the O line anyway. No, no doubt. You know the interior three needs a. Although I and I agree with uh, I think it was Matt out of Callahan. I want to see Ezra and Cam together. I don't think we've seen that yet. Fully healthy. Year, have we? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. we seen that? No, I don't think we've seen that. Have we? We seen Ezra and Cam for a game? I don't think so. Thought we did um, for a partial game. Maybe, 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 maybe just until he got hurt. When did anyway. they get Ezra? But I'm looking for because I think Ezra's a good guard, and uh, I, again, love having Cam back, and that's that's needed. So. All right, let's uh, let's get Wells on the south side next up here on Jaguars today. Uh, good morning, Wells. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Excellent. Good morning. What's going on? Good. Uh, I believe this is something Tony has stressed, but I want to stress it as well. You can't take for granted back to back division champions uh, postseason appearances, especially when you've been a bottom three franchise for the past 13 years. That's the, that's the biggest takeaway for me in this game. Go up there, punch them in the mouth, beat them, and you get to host the playoff game. That's all. Sets you up for next year. Beautiful. That's my takeaway. All right. Appreciate it, man. Uh, great. Uh, look, yeah, I, agreed. I think all that stuff matters. And I, I think totally. it matters quite a bit, Tommy. Yeah. You know, it's – we discussed after the game against the Titans in Week 18 last year. Yep. You know, we didn't linger on it, but we've discussed between then and now yep. about what if it hadn't gone their way, right? Yep. If they hadn't forced that fumble, found a way to win that game, how different would everything feel? Sure. About throughout this entire offseason about this team, it's because they did win, right? Right. Like the feeling right. is created because they did win. How different everything feels going into this offseason. Totally depending on whether or not you win the division on Sunday or not. Like, it changes so many things for you, winning does. or not winning. Getting to the playoffs or not getting to the playoffs, yep. it's right there in front of you. Take advantage of Especially it. Especially with everything they've been through. You know what I mean? The four-game losing streak, the whoopings that they've taken. 
on national TV, especially with San Fran. You know, they've been up. They've been down. They looked really good at times. They've looked really bad at times. They shot themselves in front. They've been through a lot. It reminds me, not to get movie nostalgia out again, but the end of the fighter, you know, where Christian Bale's like telling Wahlberg, like, just take all that beep, all that stuff you've been through and put it into this round. That's what the Jags need to do and win that game. You need to be the guy that curates the movie playlist. For the team, like the Saturday <laughs> night movie, right? Or or the clips yeah, right. uh, for the team meeting, hey man, whatever. Not? I'll do it. Yeah. Whatever. As long as they win, man, it's nothing better when our team wins. And we know this is being residents oh, here for special, so long. Look, man, it's a special place. You win, we win this week and every all the other things that Forget came it. before Damn this right. season. Doesn't matter right. at this point. Yep. You're, you're at home. Momentum yeah, could you have been the two seed, the three seed, the one seed? You're not. Right. You're the four seed. If all you good. win, you're playing at home. You're playing against a team that you went toe to toe with yep. a month ago yep. in their place, and yep. uh, you know let's let's roll it out there and see what happens. Right, and what it, what it, what the magnitude? Because if you don't, we know what that is. You're probably not in the playoffs. Right. You probably although you know it's you it's could. not impossible. I know. Uh, look, we'll know okay. at kickoff whether it's viable or not. That's right. Right. If uh, Baltimore wins on Saturday, then if the Jags lose. You only need one outcome to go your way, right. and you still – Who's that, Buffalo losing? No, that would be uh, the, the Raiders beating Denver, of okay. all things, right. because you want to avoid – like if there's a three-way tie between the Jags, Pittsburgh, and Denver, that's right. how Pittsburgh gets in gotcha. ahead of Jacksonville gotcha. on a tiebreaker. Right. Uh, let's get Mac on the north side next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Mac. Yes, uh, Trent Bolkin need to be punched in the mouth by not resigning on key and um, – and uh, 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 Tom McManus is right, man. We we put ourselves in a situation with the four game losses. I'll, I'll hang up and y'all comment on that. And uh, go Jags, go Jags, go Jags. indeed. Um, yeah. Look, I, Arden made an Keys effort had to bring a, back Arden. Right, yeah. I mean, Arden Key wanted a larger role. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't offer him that here. Well, he's their starting outside back. Right. Right. So you were not going to bench Trayvon Walker. Trayvon in. Right, and, and they weren't going to do that. So right. I mean, you know, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can feel how here. you want to feel about Trent Baalke not being willing to move. Yep. You know, Trayvon Walker, at this point in his career, he picked him number one overall. By the this way, it should be, be Trent Baalke's decision whether to move Trayvon Walker anywhere. I'm with you, but he's the one that's deciding who they're going to bring in, yeah. right? And he's offering Arden Key as the third guy in that rotation that we're yeah. going to move inside every now and then, that yeah. we like we did last year, and Tennessee's saying – you can be our starting outside linebacker. Yeah, right. Like, I understand why Arden would choose to go to Tennessee yeah, over Jacksonville, given the situations that were there with both. I would have been fine if Jacksonville had said, Trayvon, you're moving inside more full-time. Arden yep. Key's our outside linebacker opposite right. Josh Allen. I would have been 100% on board yeah. with that plan. It was never on the table. No. You know, for no. that to and be that, what they were going to do for Arden. And that's where the GM does come in and say, hey, man, we got to play him it. Yeah. Outside back. We draft him there one overall. He's got to at least be there the majority of the time. Maybe after this year, they move him more inside because it's not a big deal. I wouldn't but care gotta, either. Gotta, I don't care If you're moving way. him inside, you got a lot of money tied up in the guys. Who's going to the bench? No, I, right? I mean, they I committed you, to money to Foley and Devon and Roy Robertson-Harris. All these guys are, have gotten contracts that are pretty sizable. You Agreed. Know? That's, Agreed. That's been the plan. And, and I don't think it, it happens in a vacuum. I don't think Balky goes, I'm going to put this together now. You're going to co- – I think you got to have My that. point is I don't think you draft outside backer number one and then in year two he's my defensive inside Agreed. end on a 3-4. Agree. Yeah, but I don't think that's like simply because that's what – I think – Because they wouldn't you, have resigned one it, of those guys, I would imagine, if would that think, was right? the case. Right. right. And I don't think 
Balky's going, I'm just going to draft this, that, and the other without any input from Doug Peterson no. and how they're putting no, right. this team together. No, right. no. And That's... thank goodness, Trayvon's coming on. Oh, it looks like right great. now, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it felt like through the first half of this year, it's like, when's the breakout coming? Yeah. Right? They bet on this the guy dip. having a breakout yep. in his second year. When is this coming? Yep. And for the last month it's or coming. so, he's we're, been we're way better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get Justin in Bryceville before we hit the top of the oh, hour break here. Justin, good morning. What's up, buddy? Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Doing right. well. Doing well. Quick question. So, I was online yesterday, and Fox uh, had up a uh, a possible scenario as if, you know, let's say all the teams finish where they are. So we would play Cleveland, and then our next game would be against Baltimore. Do you think we have an advantage at playing them in the regular season, playing them in the, uh, in the uh, postseason? Uh, I don't know if it's an advantage, but I, here's what I think. Like, when the Giants played the Patriots at the end of 2007, they proved to themselves they can go toe-to-toe with that team, right? Yep. And, and Tom Coughlin has talked about it. It was important for them – to play their guys, and those guys went into the playoffs and all of a sudden go, wait a minute, we're not that much worse than the team that's oh, undefeated yeah. in the National Football League. And I don't it gave th- them confidence going on the road through that whole playoff run, too. And they went on to win the Super Bowl. Now, yeah. I, don't, I don't think – I think if you look at it, what it gives you is you say, look, man, this is how close this game was. Look what Baltimore's done to everybody. Here's what we were able to accomplish. If we cut out this mistake, that mistake, the other mistake, we have a path to beating the Baltimore Ravens, which, by the way, that's presuming no wild card team yeah. wins a game, yeah. right? Right, and right. the and loser of the Buffalo Miami game may have something to say. Right, about Miami, yeah, right. Miami yeah, could true. win. Uh, like, let's say Miami doesn't win the division, and they win, then they're playing Baltimore, and then you're yeah. maybe playing the Buffalo Bills, and, and yeah. you know it, it's so yeah. Like if the seeds hold, absolutely. Let's <laughs> we're we're worrying about what's going to happen in yeah. Tom, I'm, listen, the I second play. week of the playoffs. We got to get to the playoffs. Yeah. I don't want to play Baltimore. They're, oh, I they're hear tough you. Right, if I, if our I offense choice, did well, but our defense didn't do that great. Maybe it was first ten to seven half. going to the fourth quarter, Tom. Yeah, it's ten to seven. They were getting run on though, pretty easily. Yeah, but it was still ten to seven. Yeah. Miami gave up fifty six to this team yeah, this true. week. I mean, well, the maybe Jacks, they're playing better the, than they. Maybe they us. are, but but. Does There's no the Jags have anything to do? Advantage. I'm not saying it's an advantage over yeah, yeah. Baltimore, but I think it's an I don't think it's equivalent to what the Giants did to to New England. They went toe to toe with New England that game. They lost 38 to 35, I think. If yeah, I something like that. So I mean, they yeah, were, it was they 10 were, to seven going to the fourth quarter. The well, but, Jags didn't get blown off the field against the Ravens. I think if you go and you, if you if you haven't played the Ravens, you look what they did to the 49ers and look what they did to Miami. Yeah. You might go, damn, that team's nearly unbeatable. Then you go, wait a minute, we played them. It was yeah. three points going to the fourth quarter. They're not unbeatable. Yeah, I don't say they're unbeatable, but I I don't know. Let's worry about Tennessee. I hear you. Well, you know, it's fun. It's look, you it's get fun the fact that it's, it's week 18. Yeah, and it's not that outrageous to say, okay, we could win this week. We win next week. We're playing in the divisional round. They did it last year. It's so much better than have you Agreed. looked at the latest mock draft. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And look, I will look. If you beat Tennessee and you beat Cleveland, yeah, you can you can Bring hang it on anybody. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, right, let's uh, let's beat Tennessee uh, first yeah. and foremost. All right, another hour to go. If you want to get in with your thoughts, questions, comments, Jaguar related, particularly if you got some keys to victory for this game versus the Tennessee Titans, that's your Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. What are your keys to victory for the Jags in Week 18 to try to win their second consecutive? AFC South title, a feat they have not achieved since the late 1990s. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. 
Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, uh, you know, since his name's been invoked, he likes to run his mouth. And look, a guy like Arden Key, he's an energy guy. When he's on your team, you like it. And when he's not, you don't. And that's yeah. basically what it boils down to. But The league's full of them. You know, when, yeah. when he left, he talked about how disrespected he felt. And we all know how he said he built up the culture here in Jacksonville. It brought a whole lot of energy. Changed the city. Changed the town, said Arden Key yeah. back then. Like, <laughs> put us on the map. Give me a break. Right? But uh, speaking yesterday, he's, he's got six sacks. Uh, he's <laughs> looking to set his personal career best, and that's great. Yeah, And you can watch, if you get one, you can watch at home with the knowledge that you got seven sacks this year while the Jags make it to the playoffs. That's right. As back-to-back division champs. But here's what he had to say yesterday. Um, I'm really focusing on the career high. Um, really, I need one more to get my career high. Um, and it'll be good to get a, get it against Jacksonville. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. uh, you still feeling like you need to uh, make him pay a little bit? I mean, I mean, you were excited, uh, felt disrespected by them last mm-hmm. offseason. Now an opportunity to knock them out of the playoffs. How motivating is that? Uh, real motivating. Um, but yeah, it's 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 still it's still there. Um, but hopefully we can go out there and get a win. Yeah, uh, hopefully you can go out there and get a win. Of course, I spent the first thirty seconds talking about how I want to set my personal best in a statistical yeah. category, but I'm all about winning. I wonder if, and I don't remember the contract they gave. I thought it was like a 20, 21 so, million over 21 three. Million over three. Yeah. Nah, that's a reasonable deal. I mean, that, right. like. Is at, that what you get for six sacks, I guess, today? Kidding? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you okay. see you, you see what you get for 20. Yeah. Right? Oh, right. Like, a thir- like you get and, 30. Okay. So he, he reached his expectation. I mean, I'm, I, I think look, that's a fair contract. Yeah, double digits. I think he had more it, of an impact. Like, I wouldn't be surprised point. if that's similar or the same deal that the Jags offered. Right? Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they both offered about the same thing and Arden Key said, well, they're going to let me play more. Right. right. And you played more and your numbers, or you're still up trying to set your career high, even though yeah. You're, yeah. you're playing more than you ever have. So, I mean, look, Arden Key, whatever, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Didn't show up on the stat sheet at all last yeah. week. I mean, he's a, he's a solid, he's a good player. Yeah. He's, you know, he thinks he's better than he is. He thinks he's more key to... When you think success. of their defense, you don't think of him first. Oh, no, I mean, there's no. a few guys ahead but, of him. But he Four. is one of these guys, Tommy. We've talked about it throughout the season this yeah. year. Where's the energy guy? Yeah, right. right? And Arden Key is that. He'll right? pick like, a fight. Right? Like, he yeah, is a guy that provides that kind of thing. We saw it. Like, we saw it when he was here yeah. last year with this team. They didn't have anybody that can replace that part of what Arden Key was right. for the defense last year. He would have brought that if he was back. Yep. In the room this year, the the Titans haven't won enough for any of that to matter, yep. right? They just haven't been good enough for any of those kind of intangible things from Arden Key to have any impact yep. on the football team. Uh, by the way, uh, we're about to go back to the phones here in a second. I, I saw him on the line yesterday. We didn't have time to get him. And we haven't officially acknowledged Jaguars today. Fantasy yeah. leagues are done. Oh. Right? You guys won. Yes, we did. Congratulations. You did not know yes. that until I just said no, it. No, no, he you? told me. Oh, did he? But I just remembered when you said okay. that. Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. Well, you, guys, you guys beat we uh, the champions. Uh, Satchel I heard. Uh, W. Yeah. What that? Ben Young beat Tony in a mm-hmm. final. Okay. Cristiano beat me in a oh. final. Uh, wish I had, had the performance I had in the semis. But I didn't. Uh. Uh, and he, he hung like 180. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what it's do you got to do? Congrats! Yeah. Uh, so congrats to the winners, Thank and you. Uh, that means uh, feels good. Fan camp gets invited back, although he's been kind of grandfathered in. Maybe he doesn't get invited back. 
Because he's gotten free passes the last, I don't know, like how many years you do can't we? can't deny the champion. I can do the, anything we want. Come on. Do anything we want. Well, he's on, chairman, he's on, you guys got all the he's power. On a, he's on a tenuous probation between now and the start of next fantasy season. And is that how you treat a winner? Uh, yes. You sound like a sore loser, man. Don't Absolutely. Do uh, what's up, Van Cam? <laughs> Jeez, Tommy, you believe it? I crawl over a desert of cactus on my belly in 25 words or less every year to get us in, and now I'm, we're, we're not even getting a freebie, huh? Nah, we're okay, we're well. locked, man. we got to be locked. Good job, Good GM. Good morning, MD, morning, J. Pock, and Super Bowl champion Tom McManus. Good morning, it. guys. Woo! We played a Long good game last week. We- <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All I right. love it, Tommy. One and done. We we need to play a game like we did last week. Avoid the mistakes. Take what's in front of you and take it hard. Punch them in the face. And uh, I, I just want to give a shout out to our edge rushers. The Jaguars' pair of edge rushers are leading the league in combined sacks yep. with twenty five point five. I mean, Watt and Highsmith, 24. You got Hendrickson and Hubbard, 22. So our two edge rushers are the most effective sacked artists in the league. And as much grief as Trayvon Walker, it's inexcusable. And the second point I'd like to make about that is Josh Allen in years two through four averaged under six sacks a season. In two full seasons, year three and four, he had seven and a half and seven. So I would say nine and counting from Trayvon is one heck of a second year, and he deserves some props. Let's kick some butt, you guys. And last week we did a palate cleanser. Let's do a palate sweetener. One, two, three. Do- 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 Go right, Jags, yeah. baby. Go Jags. And we appreciate you, Cam. And, yeah, uh, yeah just mess. Feels good to just win. Just busting his chops Feels on the old really fantasy thing. Feels good to thing. win, I got to say. I, I haven't really <laughs> taken it all in until right about now. Yeah. Feeling yeah. emotional. Yeah. Get a little. I would under. I would I understand. Thank my family for uh, you know. Just... Do, do you get money for attaching your name to that like you would with a product? No, like, no, no. You got that nothing was, out of that. No, huh? that was pro bono for my friend. Yeah. Fake, yeah. That's a free yeah. league. So yeah. that it, 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 you you did win the ultimate prize of getting to come back next year. Yeah, and, and, and to be again. quite honest with you, um, I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, we know. No. <laughs> I think everybody he kept me understands every that. Week, though, it was a good so, year for hey, fan cam. No question about it. All right. Uh, let's take a break and come back. And uh, we still are going to hear from Press Taylor and Mike Caldwell Jack, a little bit cool. before we wrap up. But we'll do our picks coming up next for the final time for the regular season. Uh, and for the first time, we've got all 16 games right. to pick with no Thursday night football, no teams on a bye. So we'll tell you where things stand for the season-long contest. And we'll wrap it up next the Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week coming up on Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Now, the Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week. Otterson Wealth Advisors, your goals, our expertise. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. Hey there, Tommy. Hi. We're coming out of the break. Let's go. It's time to do our Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week. Uh, Tom McManus, they call him Honest Thomas around these parts. I had him down for 12 and 3. He's like, I think I went 11 and 4. That was good. That was a good one. You were. Uh, it is. And uh, you were correct. You missed the, I, for some reason, I gave you credit for uh, Vegas, and they yeah. did not beat Indianapolis, Indy, right. much to my chagrin as well. But you did hit your top six picks of the week All right. last week. Rock you went roll. 11 and 4, and you posted 94 
points. Nice best job. Of the week. Is that my best ever? Uh, I think it I, is. It probably for the was year. Right. for me. Well, and, and I feel like Arden Key a little bit. You're coming on. You, <laughs> you built. I mean? You built this contest. Yeah, Tom, yeah. basically. <laughs> Damn it. Um, now You're I'm right. going to disrespect you. No. Uh, <laughs> I went. I went nine and six. Good for 85 points. Uh, I missed the the Philly game. Had them up high. Okay. Uh, had them uh, my third highest. But other than that, I hit seven of my top eight. Uh, Tony went seven and eight last week. Missed Philly, and he had Seattle up on the 12 point line. Mm. And a good for 72 points. So with one week to go, yep. it's all over but the crying here, uh, pretty much. I got 1264 on the season. Tony's got 1192, so that's a big gap for uh, one week 70, to make up. Yeah. Tommy had 1118. It's right okay. There. I feel good about the 11 and 4. You want to, Tom, you want to do, just you just want to end the season with a little momentum. That's right. Heading into the, the 2024 yeah. campaign. And you know what? This will be the first time in the, the whole uh, year. That I get to go first. You do. That's right. Yeah, that's week winner. Incredible. I'm it's telling big. you, I'm getting emotional. It's a, it's a building block. I'm feeling it's like stepping key. Stone. I'm at my personal best. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, what we do, we take we pick every game that is yet to kick off. That means every game this yep. week. And we rank them in order of how confident we are in the outcomes. Most confident this week will be worth 16 points. Least confident worth one. Uh, we go in reverse order of last week. So okay. Tom with the most points goes first. Today, give us your top three picks, Tommy. Are we doing fours because it's 16? Oh, why don't, all right, let's do fours. Divided by do, four. Uh, why not? <laughs> four to 16 Works divided by me. four. We yeah. can do that. All right, let's do it. See what happens when you win around here. I love it. It's Changing good. the rules. All right, number 16. It's Duval on the road, baby. Yeah. They're going up there to take care of business. Most predictable selection mm, thank of Thank you very the much. Yes. 15, Dallas uh, on the road. 14, Philly on the road. 13... Maybe we should have done three. Oh, 13. Uh, Houston. Houston. <laughs> Maybe we should have done three. <laughs> and a dynamite drop in by Tony Smith right there. Maybe we should have done three. All right. Jacksonville, Dallas, Philly, Houston for Tommy to lead things off. I'm going uh, Dallas with the most confident over mm-hmm. Washington. I'm going Jacksonville worth 15, though. All right. You know, I'm going to go. back the teal, and um, I am going to go with Pittsburgh over Baltimore who's not going to play anybody of significance okay. on Saturday. And then I'll take the New Orleans Saints over Atlanta oh, at, at home on Sunday. Uh, All right. Tony. Uh, I will go Jacksonville over Tennessee on the 16-point line. Buffalo over Miami on the 15-point line. Dallas over Washington and Philadelphia over the Giants. All right. Uh, back to you, Tommy Mack. Number 12. Yep. KC on the road. 11, Tampa Bay on the road. 10, Green Bay at home. Nine, Buffalo on the road. Got a lot of confidence in Blaine Gabbert this week, huh? Yeah, man. Ooh, Apparently, yeah. He's gonna be uh, I got Tampa Bay worth 12 myself against Carolina on the road there. I'm taking Cincinnati against Cleveland, who I think the Browns will just basically be shutting it down uh, here in uh, preparation for the beatdown they're going to receive next week. Uh, I got Philadelphia on the road against the Giants worth 10, and I will take Green Bay in a win, and you're in game at home against the Bears. Tone. I will take Carolina over Tampa on the 12-point line. Okay. Chicago over Green Bay. Detroit over Minnesota. And the L.A. Chargers over Kansas City on the 9. Tony taking a few swings here to make uh, I up make up. Ground. I knew I was going to have to make up 50, 60 points when everything was said and 70. done. So got to go a little crazy-ish. All right, Tommy, what do you got next for? Eight light. I got Cleveland on the road. Seven, New England at home. Six, Detroit at home. Five, Pitt on the road. All right. Uh, I am going to go with the Patriots at home against the Jets as well. Maybe the Bill Belichick send-off. I've got Buffalo over Miami on the seven-point line. I'm taking 
San Fran, even look, both teams are resting, guys. In the LA San Francisco game, I just think San Fran's a better roster there, and I will take Detroit at home against Minnesota uh, as well. Tony. Eight point line, Cincinnati over Cleveland. Seven, I'll take the Falcons over the Saints. Denver over the Raiders on the six-point line, and Arizona over Seattle on the five. All right, final four, Tommy. Final four, New Orleans at home, number four. The Rams on the road, number three. Zona at home, number two. And Vegas at home, number one. Nobody believes in Seattle this week. I got Vegas uh, on the four-point line. I've got Arizona worth three. I'm taking the L.A. Chargers versus Kansas City, and I'm taking Indianapolis on Saturday night. They are the home team by the way, they are. in that matchup. Yeah. So, taking Indy to get it done. Cause, uh, in part because I don't, I don't want to see C.J. Stroud get any yeah. more props. You know, yeah. go go sure. home and sit home and let's hear about how you didn't lead your team to the playoffs. How about that? Huh. Yeah. I'll take uh, yeah. San Francisco like over the Rams on the four-point line. New England over the Jets on the three. Baltimore over Pittsburgh on the two-point line. And Houston over Indianapolis. All right, there you go. Uh, they're locked in. Tommy Mack goes Jags, Cowboys, Eagles, Texans, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Packers, Bills, Browns, Patriots, Lions, Steelers, Saints, Rams, Cardinals, and Raiders in that order. I'm going Dallas, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Philly, Green Bay, New England, Buffalo, San Fran, Detroit, Vegas, Arizona, the L.A. Chargers, and Indianapolis. Tony going Jacksonville, Buffalo, Dallas, Philly, Carolina, Chicago, Detroit, the L.A. Chargers, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Denver, Arizona, San Fran, New England, Baltimore, and Houston. Last week, the confidence picks are locked the heck in. Uh, Back to the lines we go. Darren on the west side checking in on a keys to victory Friday on his way to Nashville. What's up, Darren? All right. Hey guys, just wanted to weigh in before I head to Nashville with the with the crew here. And uh, man, I'm pumped up, ecstatic. As I said last Friday, I'm gonna say it again this Friday. We're going to Nashville. We're going to get the ribbon. We're going to get the banner. We're bringing it back home. And uh, I got I got the pleasure last night of running into uh, running into Josh Allen over 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 at the uh, when they had the TV show with uh, Jeff Lagerman and everything. And uh, I showed him my Jaguars tattoo, and I, I hollered at him, and I said, I'm gonna be right behind him right behind the bench on the 50-yard line. And uh, he asked me what my name was. I told him Darren. And, and uh, he, he tapped on the side of his head. He said, I got you, I got you. And he did his interview. And after he got done, he came by, gave me knuckles, and called me by my name. I thought it was a present. He said, holler at me behind the bench. He said, "He said holler at me. He said, I'll remember you. And then I just thought I was so impressed. You know, Josh Allen's such a good dude. And uh, last but not least, uh, I hope uh, old Robinson uh, – uh, our boy Robinson takes some nasty up there to uh, Nashville and uh, spread it around in in the Music City. Y'all All right, have a great weekend, guys. thank you, Go Darren. Yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, Josh Allen will get a sack, force fumble, and hand you the football mm-hmm. in the stands. And, yeah, and we can all celebrate that. Uh, yeah, somebody asked, have another of, week of Trevor Lawrence pointing at the scoreboard yeah. at the end of a game against yeah, the Titans, nice. um, or maybe uh, just one of those uh, steal your soul stiff arms yeah. or something oh, along those lines. Drive him into the earth um somebody asked on the text line designed by lifetime enclosures what do you see as the starting offensive line sunday i think it's pretty clear if they, if they are all available it's going to be cam and ezra cleveland on the left side and the right side is going to be what it's been all year mm-hmm. right it's going to be fortner sheriff and harrison and that's yep. that's exactly what it's going to be and you hope that's the case because that means everyone's healthy walk a little be your swing tackle and let's go all hands on deck yep. you know yep. uh display a little bit of that nasty out there yeah, cam not surprised cam got in a fight his first game back like yeah i know no right like right. he didn't instigate it 
Yeah. But he was uh, willing to help finish it. Hey, listen, they're guys on uh, – they can rush the passer. I mean, Landry's yeah. back. He had 10 and a half sacks. The other dude had like 13 or 11 and a half, something like that. I mean, they can they can get after it a little bit if you let them. So that old line's got to show up. And yeah, Danico right Autry from the get go. Yeah, Autry, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a good player. All right, let's uh, take a quick look around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Houston has ruled out wide receiver Noah Brown for Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts. The Baltimore Ravens are signing free agent running back Dalvin Cook, who was released this week by the New York Jets. Tampa Bay quarterback Baker Mayfield was limited in practice on Thursday after missing practice Wednesday due to a ribs injury. Cincinnati running back Joe Mixon missed practice Thursday due to an illness. Wide receiver T. Higgins missed practice with a hamstring injury. New Orleans running back Alvin Kamara missed practice for the second straight day on Thursday due to an ankle injury. Denver wide receivers Cortland Sutton and Marvin Mims were both full participants in practice yesterday. Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddle have both missed practice all week while running back Devon Acham was limited in practice on Thursday for the Miami Dolphins. And Dallas signed four players to their practice squad on Thursday, including offensive tackle Lyle Collins. All right, uh, thank you, Tony. A few notes coming out of Doug Peterson's Friday morning presser um, on Trevor Lawrence. These are accumulated through various uh, media postings out here on social media, but um, Trevor Lawrence's decision could go all the way up to a game-time decision will likely be listed as questionable officially today, but said if he's good to go, he's good to go. If he's out there, he's rolling. In other words, it's not going to be one of these, "Ah, let's put him out there and see if he can get through a series or two. Either it's on or it's not like it was last week, but it will officially expect him to be questionable and not know until 90 minutes before kickoff whether he's going. If he's cleared and he feels, you know, he's going to want to go. I mean, he's an animal. Oh, if he's cleared, he's he's playing. He's he's Uh, got to play if he can go. Absolutely. There's no no question. He wants to. You know he wants to. Well, this idea, and and it's been a minority of people, but you hear this idea that they need to sit him down as if he didn't get benched last week. Well, he was hurt. They didn't sit him down. Right. The injury prevented them from playing. And they knew it on Saturday. Correct. Which is when they now, and they're telling you that this week, basically they're going to let him let it rip in in pregame. Right. And then they're going to see how the shoulder feels. And that's going to determine whether or not he plays. Listen, he needs some momentum going into the playoffs. So if he can go, he's got to go. Right. And he wants to go. It's like saying, if it were next week, would you say, well, let's just hold him back and you no. know, if we no. beat Cleveland, we'll play him next week. Well, no. it's do or die. Guess what? So is this game. This yes, is do is. or die. Particularly if Pittsburgh wins on Saturday. Then you know right. it is absolutely do right. or die. Yep. Uh, you could tie. Uh, <laughs> if you tie. Yeah, you could, yeah. Like, if you tie, yeah. you need uh, you need the Colts and the, the Texans to tie as well. Right. You could do that. Uh, uh, it's, <laughs> I'm going to say no. looking good um, there. Peterson expects Zay Jones to be able to play. Oh, good. And we'll know about Christian Kirk tomorrow because either they're going to elevate him off uh, you know, injured reserve or okay. not. He's in yeah. his practice window. But if he gets elevated tomorrow, and yep. 4 o'clock is usually the deadline, I think, then he's playing. And if he doesn't get elevated, you right. know that ahead of time. So I wonder if Zay's got to play with that bulky knee brace. Don't know. That sure. slowed yeah. him down. So hopefully he's healthy enough where he doesn't need it because that speed on the other side is, is needed for sure. All right, so uh, those are some of the points that your head coach, Doug Peterson, made uh, just moments ago uh, down at the uh, practice facility. We'll come back and we'll hear some of the points made by Press Taylor and Mike Caldwell yesterday as they get ready to take on the Tennessee Titans with the Jags looking for their second consecutive AFC South title. And we'll do a little Keys to Victory roundtable 
to wrap things up today as well. Still time for you to get in if you'd like on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines at 641-1010. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, a uh, tip for aspiring broadcasters, Tommy. Yeah. Invest in a headset. pair of headphones. <laughs> you know, you think by now I would. Nah, I wouldn't actually think by now that you would. I've known you know, you, you don't actually have to put them on your ears. That's the thing. I just pick it up and listen to what I got because I can hear you fine. You could... Absolutely do that. You know I like Tricks the sound the of it, though. I like that sound in my yeah. head. Yeah, I do. Okay. You know, you take it off. It's just like. It's a different. It's just weird. Yeah. Anyone, yeah. Kind of like when you're singing in the shower or not. You yeah. sound better in the shower? Uh, I sound great everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, Fair enough. actually equally bad. <laughs> regardless of <laughs> where that same, is. the same regardless. Uh, yesterday's question of the day. Yep. Got a lot of votes on this one. Got 1,351 votes oh, on it. That's that pretty good. Yeah. And we simply asked, if the Jags beat the Titans on Sunday, will you consider the regular season to have been a success? Okay, now there are four options. There's two yeses, two noes. Okay. One, yes, they're the division champs. Duh. Of course it's a good season. Or yes, because they exceeded my expectations, right? A very small amount of people had them, you know, lower expectations than that. No, I expected more. And we all predicted more wins for them and maybe a higher seed. Or no, uh, because the home record was very disappointing. So where where would you come down if they win on Sunday? No matter, and you predicted them like I did to have twelve yeah. wins this year. That would give them their tenth. Yeah. Is the regular season a success? I'm going to go with the duh answer. Duh. Yes. Yeah. That's no, what. Yeah. You're most in the playoffs, did. man. That's all that matters at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. Duh. Would you like to be twelve and five, eleven and six, maybe a little bit better? All I care about right now is momentum getting into the playoffs. I think that's really big. For teams, whether you're a wild card, you're on wild card weekend, you're hosting it, what have you, it's just getting that momentum. That's why this week, not just getting in, but it's going to give you that that extra push heading into the playoffs. Uh, 73.5% agree. I mean, so yeah. basically three it's out of four success, people are like, yeah, man. it's a success. And uh, about a quarter of the people were like, no. Back-to-back division champs is a huge accomplishment. I, I get that, and I agree with you, and I would vote for that option as well. But yep. at the same time, they didn't. Do, like, they were in position with a home game yep. to win that game, and you're the number one seed in the AFC, at least for that time being. Right. And, you know, they, they went on a losing streak. Again, I'll just, I'll just go back, you know, and, and I was at fall, too. I mean, obviously at 12-5, and five, but maybe it's just managing expectations. Maybe we expected too much. I mean, they are or what they are. Or maybe they didn't live up to what we thought were reasonable expectations. We believe in – your record is who you are, right? Yeah. You're nine and seven, maybe a ten and seven, maybe nine and eight, on the verge of maybe making the playoffs. That's who you are. No maybe question. that's what we should have expected rather than oh, they're gonna be granted, they were eight and three when we all thought this I think and they a were on a run. Big part of it though is that the division was more competitive Absolutely. this year than we expected. Yeah. They've expect. still only Houston lost one expect. in the division to right. this point. But yeah. but yeah. and I think right now, even if they were at nine and seven, but they had a two game lead and they had a, the whole thing wrapped up for different. a couple of weeks, you'd yeah. be like yeah, but, you know, yeah, yeah. what's their mo- – they're going to turn it on when the postseason gets here. Just oh. win and get in, and then anything can happen, and I like our chances, at least for the first week. Uh, I would agree with that. All right, a few thoughts here. Uh, one for Press Taylor yesterday on his approach versus a Titans team that, you know, in terms of their postseason has nothing left to play for. You know, you have a team that technically has nothing to play for. Um, where where you, you say that, and – 
The NFL just doesn't tend to work that way a lot of times. You know, you're, you're going to get everybody's best shot. Playing a team like Tennessee, you know what they're going to be. They're going to be tough, hard-nosed, physical, smart. Um, great respect for, for Coach Rabel, the way he's built his program, the way they play. Um, so, you know, they, they certainly have our attention, our respect, and we don't expect them to lay over, lay down or, or anything. I think you've got to anticipate that they're going to give you their best shot. But it's not really – any way of knowing if the Jags get up 14 points, how many guys on that Tennessee team are like, you know, because like for every Arden Key, probably 10 guys that are like, I don't give a crap about this rivalry or whatever. I'm not going to be here next year. or I don't want to pick up an injury heading into the offseason. At least I would think that's natural to have some of those thoughts among some of the players. Maybe before the game, but I think once the, it, you know, you get playing, you're going to want and especially if it gets chippy, then you get ticked off, then it yeah. becomes, you know, but – I would I would expect this. I think they come out hard in the first half, regardless of what happens in the first half. I think they come out hard in the second half, and that's in the third quarter. We got to put them away. Then you put them away. I agree. The end of the third quarter, the rest of the fourth quarter, they're looking for their plane ticket to somewhere warm right. to spend the off season. I agree with that. But look, there is something too that they don't like us. We don't like them. They would love to spoil our chances. I mean, of course they would. How it went down last year, very deja vu-like, except it's now up there. So I think they're going to come out swinging big time. Now, that doesn't mean, look, you know, you get down three scores, four scores. Are you going to pack it in? I don't know, probably, you know. But I think you'll still come out fired up in the second half regardless of that first half score. All right, a couple from Mike Caldwell on the other side here. And we are talking earlier about, uh, you know, Traylon Walker, the season he's had how they utilized him last week. They did move him inside some, lined him up, and Josh Allen for that matter, Mm -hmm. and uh, just the idea of that kind of positional flexibility and how they may line them up, uh, some of the thoughts of Mike Caldwell on that. Really, it's just uh, matchups, matchups we thought we could take advantage of, and those guys, um, you know, get an opportunity to move around. Uh, Trayvon, he lined up a little bit inside last year, and this year, not as much, but, you know, it worked well for us, and... You know, something that we could use going forward, but really it's just week to week, and I thought they did a good job. All right, so you can use it going forward, uh, and the follow-up question was, is that the future for Trayvon Walker playing inside? Well, really, it just depends on the matchup. There's guys inside that we'd like to match up as opposed to the guy outside. We'd be, you know, able to move him inside. He's such a versatile player, and he's a guy that will do anything you ask of him. It's really good to have those type of guys on the team to be able to plug in different spots for other guys to take advantage of possibly a matchup on the, on the other side. So, you know, yep. look, I, it, it's not – they're not – this idea that they're moving in permanently to defensive tackle, which a lot of people try to project right. on them this past off season. I mean, the guy is starting to flourish. He had nine sacks. Right. You know, I think their pr- top priority, bring Josh Allen back, keep that pair together, and yeah. continue and, to and utilize And add a him. third, because that's when of you can course. move him down. Yep. And then you, it, and people do it all the time. Teams do it all the time. They take their defensive end, and on passing downs, they move them over the guard if they're a really good pass rusher. Look at Miles Garrett. He does a crossover over the center. He basically like, picks where he wants wherever to, he to wants line to go. Up. Right. So that's Trayvon's okay. not that guy. He no, doesn't I know, have not that yet. Maybe he gets there. I don't right, know. But, but I mean, look, if anybody's going to get that, it's Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he's your most effective pass rusher yep. on the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Yo, Mike, you're a vindictive so-and-so. Whoa. <laughs> Love it. Hope Stroud throws three pick sixes and stubs his toe on the bed Saturday morning. Ooh. I'm right there with you, buddy. Okay. You know what? Hope you yeah. have a nice long toe rehab uh-huh. facing you in the offseason there, CJ. That hurts stubbing your toe, too, man. You ever catch your pinky on, like, a, the door? I've right? done it. Oh. It's tough. It's like- 
And then I've had to go out there and play quarterback in a must-win game on Saturday. It's tough. Garbage out is really tough. It's absolutely tough. Yeah, right, exactly. That's about the extent of it for me. Yeah. Got to go to the driving range and hit another bucket. Right. All right, uh, Pockets, won't we fire up today's 10-10 take? All right. 10-10. 10-10 take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 take. Brought to you by JNM Roofing Jacksonville, your storm restoration specialist. All right, Tommy, I don't, I don't want you to think I'm stealing all your great ideas. So why don't you lead us off on our keys to victory roundtable today? Um, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to go a little uh, out, not out there, but you probably think it's smash him in the face, which that should just be a given for now. But I, I want to see some misdirection and crossing routes in the passing game. It really does disrupt. It can confuse. Look, and I, I know college is different, but you look at Bam, Michigan confused them. They didn't know who to cover, when to cover. They were going this way. The other side was coming this way. I want to see some of that. I want to see Ridley on that 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 crossover. Remember that deep point? It wasn't even that deep, but it was for a long gain midway, through, maybe against New Orleans. I want to see some more of that. Give these – look, one thing that Doug Peterson has been really good at is getting his guys open. Rub routes, motion, misdirection. Let's get back into some of that and get this offense into a rhythm. All right, Tone. Uh, the Jaguars' great pass rushing week needs to become a trend. On Sunday against a bad Titans offensive line, if it does, it'll lead to the Jaguars forcing a turnover or two, I would expect, against this Titans team. Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker with five sacks last week. I think they're capable of repeating that against this Titans offensive line. I don't think you need to have that to win necessarily on Sunday, but I think that Josh Allen especially ought to dominate. Bro, they've given up 62 sacks yeah. this year. We ought to be in their haunt. backfield all freaking day. Yeah, man. Um, all right, so that, to me that's the key. To this okay. game is just harass, Disrupt. harass, harass, Disrupt. and and I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to put up, you know, twenty four points no. in that that kind of scenario. I mean, they barely put up fourteen. And keeping in mind, Jeffrey Simmons scored one of those touchdowns yeah, right. That's right. in the, the game. Um, for me, it's score early. Yes, for all those reasons of you want momentum, you want to take their will away. But to me, it's it keeps the running game viable. If you keep the score where, where you're ahead or you're close. They didn't run the ball down Tennessee's throat last time. We went through it. They ran it about 30 times for about 95 yards, yep. okay? But they could stay with it and stay that balanced and keep the pressure of Tennessee off Trevor Lawrence in that game or be it Lawrence or Beathard here because they could stick with the run. And the way you do that is you don't fall behind. And, yep. you know, so for a myriad of reasons, get off to a good start, put some points on the board with your first drive, yep. just like they did against Carolina, and go from there. Tommy. Right, my next key is shutting down um, Henry. You yeah. know, you got to shut him down. I mean, look, part, part of the playoffs, I know we're a passing league, but you still got to stop the run. You still got to run the football, and this is a he great He may get test. it 30 times. This oh, he's going to get it 30 yeah. times. I mean, they have, that's their only, tr- their only chance to really do anything. I mean, they're not going to let Tannehill sit back there and and try to whip it around, especially with that line. So let's get ready for the playoffs. Again, this game's about getting playoff ready, getting that win, getting that division title, getting that momentum, both sides of the ball, and let's defense. Hey, you've been very good on third down. You've been pretty good overall on stopping the run and for a per yardage, uh, per carry uh, uh, average. Let's let's continue to do that. Let's shut down Derrick Henry and make him a non-factor in this game. By the way, Derrick Henry's had more than 22 carries one time all year. Oh, He's really? only had 20 carries four wow. times all year. Yeah. Uh, Jags didn't allow him to run it. They only carried it 10 times because the Jags shut him down yes, they did. last time. And uh, I, I'm not – well, I think they like to give him 
a big last hurrah. But if you're holding them to three and a half yards a pop, yeah. they're not giving them 30 carries mm-hmm. in this game. They're not going to be able to to stay with it. And uh, anyway, don't. Titans have only held their opponents under 111 rushing yards four times in their last 11 games. Similar to the pass rush, make the Jaguars running game, specifically Travis Etienne, look like a trend as the playoffs get set to begin against Mm -hmm. the Titans on Sunday. All right, I'm going to say play without any kind of fear here, man. Like, I get all the, let's play close to the vest. I don't want willy-nilly just throwing balls 50-50 up for grabs and things like that, but at the same time, you're not going to go very far in the postseason, if your mindset is we're not going to throw more than 10 yards down the field. You're just not. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying – you may be able to beat Tennessee doing that, and that's what we're talking about, but I don't want to get in this mindset of we've got to keep everything in this little shell and we just, oh, we yeah. just can't make any mistakes. you got to be uh, – Doug Peterson's still a super aggressive coach. and yeah. and I think They don't call it that way if Trevor plays. I agree, right? Yeah. right? And right. I, I think if Trevor – now, that doesn't mean – we're taking deep shot after deep shot no. either. This is going to open up the playbook a little bit. So I, I there's you want to guard against being hyper conservative, right? Because mm-hmm. if you do that, you can keep the other team in the game longer as well. And like I get it, like fourth and three, kick the damn field goal, mm-hmm. right? I'm all for taking the points, but at the same time, you know, if it's third and fifteen, don't just hand it off and punt necessarily. I'm not afraid to throw the ball fifteen yards down the field. What do you got? Uh, if Trevor plays, he's got to have a big game. He's uh, got to have one of those games that he had last year up there, maybe not you know, statistically wise, but just leading this team, leading this offense, playing a little Trevor ball, being smart with the football, knowing where to go with the football, taking off and running when you have to, getting down without getting hit, getting out of bounds, trying to get first downs. I mean, just get back to that kind of street ball play. Because I think, look, throughout the year when he's really clicked, is he's running and throwing. He's not just standing back there trying to get the ball out to his receivers. He's taking off and making things happen. Go back to New Orleans. There are other games, too. So I want to see some of that out of number 16. All right, we'll give you a final score prediction coming up for the Jags. We all picked him to win this week. Uh, but before we do, let's say hello to XL Primetime. Joe C and the crew out at the Players Grill in Mandarin. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. All right, Joe, see what's cooking out at the Players Grill for you guys today. Let me tell you something. Big Sirs is a legend. Uh, you know that already, but he will come in and he'll go through that appetizer menu, and you might see some potato skins. You might see some cheese sticks show up, some fried pickles. So he's got it all. And, look, they've got plenty of good menu items here, uh, pizza and pints and 75-cent wings. And, of course, when Jaguars football is on, they've got the pour to you score. Uh, a fun thing going on. And if they did pour to you score uh, with the Titans – the Titans may not score. Uh, would, can you picture another goose egg from this uh, Jaguar uh, football team Sunday up in Nash Vegas? That'd be nice. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I don't anticipate that being the case because it's tough to get in the NFL. But uh, I don't think ten. I mean, we look back to that last game, Joe. It was twenty-seven to nothing before they got on the board um, last time. I don't fear this Tennessee offense. I don't fear the Tennessee defense. But if you make a bunch of mistakes, you're going to keep anybody in the football game so uh, I think if the Jags take care of their own business they're probably going to be okay this week and we all know this team this defensive team was built to stop the run and Derrick Henry's not easy to stop but that's what basically they have done a good job throughout the season and then the passing yards they've given up plenty of them well there's not uh, you know a prolific passing 
team and the Titans uh, coming at them on Sunday, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I agree with one basic sentiment. Score early, and then the pass rush will rule, and, and that needs to happen. Uh, that's going to get Trayvon Walker to double digits if he can do it. It's going to get Josh Allen you know, camped in the backfield again. So, honestly, score early and take control of the football game. All right, Joey, all Jags today. What else are you mixing in? Yeah, you know what? Well, I mean, we're, we're looking at the rest of the National Football League and all the other scenarios because this is one of the toughest handicapping weeks. Uh, and when you're starting to look at lines, trying to figure out who's going to play, who's going to play for a half, who's, you know, all that stuff. So, anyway, we'll break it all down, uh, look at all the playoff scenarios, and, of course, uh, drill down on the Jags more than anything else. All right, y'all have a good show. All right, man, thank you. Appreciate it out at the Players Grill in Mandarin. All right, uh, I'll take uh, – we've all got the Jags. I'm taking 26-13. to 13. Oh, nice. So, okay. I don't know if it's nice, Tommy. but I like what it. I got. I got four field goals, two touchdowns. I had it written down. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> what yeah, you have. He did, same. <laughs> 26-13. Are you serious? Yeah, he yeah. had it written down. Yeah. I called it first. You I can't have that. You got it. doesn't matter. 27-13. Yeah, I wrote it down, yeah. You guys are like uh, telepathically go, Tommy. <laughs> what do you got? I got 31-10, to 10, Jags. I think they have one of those 30-point days, and Tony I think what? Trevor gets back on track. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we go in, we roll into the playoffs for a home playoff game with a lot of momentum. I hope so, man. I cannot yeah. – fathom the alternative yeah. right now. No, I think too depressing to Doug think about. Peterson, since he got here, look, the fans, Titans hate week has been a real thing here forever, yep. right? And it didn't feel like the football team matched that intensity for a long time. They did last year. When Doug got oh, yeah. here and showed them what this organization had done to this yep. organization, the, the players responded to that in 2022. They beat the heck out of them the first time around here yep. when they had to early in this season. Well, they have to again. This time up in Nashville, I, I do think. I think they answered the bell and they beat them pretty handily. Uh, let's hope that's the case, man. Nothing like the playoffs. We all know that. You, I mean, you're in the playoffs and uh, you hit the reset some free money. You know, it's a great thing being a player in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what your record is then. It's, it's right. 0-0 and that's here right. we go. And let's get a home playoff game. Let's not forget how spectacular oh, it's gonna be re- that rocking. was uh, last time. Heck, I, and I'll still, honestly, I'm going to go out there and root for Baltimore like crazy on Saturday yeah. because I, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Again, I understand. Take care of your own business. Or you don't deserve to be there. Well, you do if you qualify. You deserve it. If you are the seventh seed and you get a wild card, I'm still taking it. Imagine if you go to Buffalo. They've beaten Buffalo. That was a long time ago. I understand. But <laughs> I'm just saying. That was sure. A, and in another continent. I mean, right. But uh, would you, 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 would you decline the invitation? Yeah. Or oh, do you no, think you can no, go no, beat them? No, no, no. No, but my expectations would be pretty low if they don't beat the Titans. I'll still cheer for them, we of own course. The yeah. Own them. You know what I mean? Own them. Got the better job. Let's test now. that in the AFC championship. Hey, you know what? Let's. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. or yeah. not, right. for that matter. <laughs> let's host it. Let's have a bunch of wild card teams win and there we keep hosting go. games. That would be That's phenomenal. That's what I like. Phenomenal. All right. Uh, good luck to the Jags. We will talk yeah, to you on Sunday with the uh, pregame. Are you on uh, the. Uh, I'm on the kickoff, the pre-kickoff show, 8 At to 10. 8 o'clock. 8 right. o'clock, yeah, yeah. I think it's you and Taylor and E.T. And E.T., yeah, yeah, Taylor, yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Rock and and then uh, me and Sexton great. and J.P. at 10, and on we go. Nice. And uh, let's to a victory. Let's bring home a dub and have a great victory week and a playoff week that we're anticipating and a uh, big Jaguar pep rally next Friday. That's, that's right. That's mm-hmm. the plan. So, all, all right. right. That, that'll do it for us today for Tom McManus, for Tony Smith. And Dylan Denmark, hope you had a great first week of 2024 and hope the Jags cap it with a victory in Nashville. And we'll talk to you hopefully on a victory Monday right back here on Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
Ah, hate the Titans.